This is a podcast from Rover. I was golfing recently. You know, you get very hot. I go to the trunk of my car. I take my shirt off. And this old man walks up to me and goes, Olivia? He was looking for his elderly wife and saw me with no shirt on. I don't know if you've ever dug a hole before, but it's maybe the hardest thing you ever do in your life. It's so hard that it made me realize this is why so many people get caught when they kill someone with a shallow grave. Our wedding was not good. Our DJ was awful. He got uh, super drunk, played the same song three times in a row. White Wedding, which he said was by Billy Joel. Please welcome the very funny Nate Bargatze. That's up. Ah, yes, that's him. He joins us via Zoom. Nate Bogatze, the Be Funny Tour is happening in Auckland. Bruce Mason Centre, Wednesday, August 9. Uh, Nick, welcome. It'll be actually your first show in New Zealand, Nate. So welcome to New Zealand and welcome to the Morning Rumble. Thank you for uh, talking to us. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Now, Nate, uh, a little bit of backstory here. My wife, Emma, um, it was Mother's Day in New Zealand and you announced your tour here. Um, you were playing um, Bruce Mason yeah. Theatre uh, Centre, excuse me, on Wednesday, and I instantly thought, what a perfect Mother's Day present um, to go and see your show. She's a massive fan of yours. I told her we're interviewing Nate Bagazzi today. I didn't tell her that you're on Zoom, and she was like, "Oh my God, I love him so much. Can I come in and can he sign my boob?" And I was like, "Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's on Zoom." And I said, yeah, I can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she said, "He is literally the funniest human." Um, and I've told, told these guys that you are my wife's favorite comedian. Yeah. And I, all of that, I said, like, I did ask her, I said, how did you find him? Yeah. How did you, how did, you, how, how did Nate Bogazzi come yeah. into your life like this? And she said, it just, he just popped up on my explore page on Instagram. So how much has like TikTok and Instagram changed the game for comedians like yourself? Uh, it's done more than I've even realized. Cause you know, before it was, uh, you always have like things like, we have uh, XM Ray Sirius X Satellite Radio was like a first big thing where they play it. And then it was, uh, you know, do late night shows, the Netflix special, mm-hmm. uh, the Amazon special. But I mean, I think so many people are watching these clips on, I get recognized from TikTok or Instagram uh, where, you know, they're like, I saw your special. I don't even think they know where the special's at. They just know that they've seen a bunch of clips of it. And uh, it's doing better than, I mean, I don't even, you know, honestly, I don't even realize how good it was doing. I, like I don't have TikTok on my phone, but it's uh, we're posting on it and it's gone great. Well, you are doing well, Nate uh, Bugatti, with us because um, I mean, Mulder's wife Emma wants you to sign her boobs. So is mm. that uh, an indication of how big things are getting for you? <laughs> uh, that was yeah. depends on that boob. So there you go. There you go. I love also, <laughs> Nate, that you weren't invited to sign both, just one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to having you in New Zealand, just the one show like we are talking about. Um, I can't help but realise, Nate, um, it's Bryce here, that mm. upon doing some research on you, mate, that um, me and you are similar yeah. in a few ways. I mean, obviously, sure, you have worldwide success and yeah. all of that, and I don't, but um, we both used to sell cell phones. We both did, deliv- oh, really? we both did delivery as work. Yeah. Um, you play golf. You were temp and bowling. I've done a whole lot of temp and bowling stuff to raise money for charity that, that we've done here over the years. Um, so my, my question being, like, with us being obviously so similar, yeah. um, how come you have worldwide success <laughs> and here I am doing the same job working with these guys? Uh, What's happened? You know, uh, maybe I wasn't as good as the cell phone thing and I had to jump into my world quicker than you. Yeah. Uh, 
That's a possibility. Did you really sell cell phones like this? Yeah. I mean, I sold them a long time ago. It was like the beginning yeah, same. of cell phones. 20 years ago. Yeah. 20, about 23 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're walking around. Yeah. Turn of no the, one had them. No one had them. Turn of the century. It was <laughs> yeah. about 1999, I yeah. reckon it was. And it was a place called Cell Phone City. It was a whole city of cell phones in this place. And you'd, you'd have people coming off the streets and you'd be trying to sign them onto the Motorola roller <laughs> like StarTex and signing them up for three years. And they were little flip phones yeah. and soul-destroying yeah. stuff, Nate. Uh, you know, you remember the, when I moved to New York uh, to start comedy, uh, I, the first cell phone, I, first flip phone I bought was in New York. It was uh, like the Razor. That had a camera on it. Yeah. So it's like it had a camera on it. So I walk out. I, I bought this in Times Square at AT and T. I walk out of the store. My first picture of that phone could have been right. When I walk out. YouTube is going down like on the back of a truck playing a song. Oh, the band. And, like on time because it's Times Square in New yeah. York. So that could have been my first picture ever with a phone. Mm. But it was back then. It was so I was so embarrassed to hold up my phone and take a picture <laughs> that I didn't do it. It used to be weird. If, yeah. you, just, if you held it up, yeah. everybody would be like, what is wrong with you? And you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You look like you're looking for a reception. <laughs> you're holding your phone up. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Bryce had a humiliating, when it was Christmas time, Bryce, in Cell Phone City, it was humiliating for you, wasn't it? When you had to wear your Christmas hat. <laughs> oh, that's a different job, Rog. That was when I worked in a liquor store. Oh, was it a liquor yeah, shop? Oh, and sorry. They made me wear Christmas reindeer <laughs> stuff and... Um, <laughs> great, great customers That's with right, a no, with a, a Christmas. That was another humiliating yeah, job. Tough yep. jobs. Hey, um, can I ask your opinion? Yesterday, I celebrated on the show. It was 15 years since, um, in my opinion, the greatest comedy movie ever came out, Step Brothers. Mm. What, 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 what's yes, your yeah. favourite movies in terms of comedies? Because we were having this discussion on the show, and, and listeners were getting involved as well. That it really feels like. Well, for a big part, a lot of those sorts of comedies that were in that golden era of those early to mid-2000s, we won't see the likes no. of those again for many different reasons, but writing and all of that has changed, and you can and you can't, and this and that, but it was a golden era. Yeah, I watched, uh, on the plane, I watched Orange County. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I thought, and I honestly thought the same thing. It's so funny, and... It, it is. It's like it's it's comedy has changed. I think it will come back. I think I think that kind of stuff and uh, that kind of comedy will come back because I think people do want that comedy. And it's a matter of like the studios are they going to put it out or you go just go have to go find it on like a smaller scale or like you know some other. It won't be through the big stage that it was once in maybe. Yeah. But I think it'll come back because I mean I honestly I think. The, the the viewers, you know, the people that are coming to shows and they buy stuff. And that's why stand-up comedy is doing better than it's yeah. ever done. Yeah. The fact that we I could even come over here is people are searching for comedy. Yeah. And they want to just have fun. Yeah. And that was the stepbrothers, the old school, all that kind of stuff was. I mean, it was, you know, there's the prime. That was, I mean, you know, during our time, you yeah. know, selling cell phones. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nate Bogatsi with us here, Bruce Mason Centre Wednesday, August 9. Uh, speaking of your comedy, I read an article with you, it was in 2021, when um, you do you still worry uh, when you're doing your comedy, you don't like to upset people in the crowd? Is that still uh, a concern for you? Is that a, a thing for you now? You still don't yeah. like upsetting people? Yeah, I just don't want to be mean. To, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, I mean, some comment, I like, you know, it's like you got Chappelle, you got people like to push the envelope and that kind of stuff. And uh, there's a lot of comics to do that. But I I don't ever be mean to the, the people in the crowd. Like, I don't ever, 
you know, it's like they're just trying to, I don't know, turn their brain off from they have everybody mm-hmm. has tough lives. Everybody's gonna get up and do all this kind of stuff, and the world's hectic. So I just I don't have that in me to want to be. I, that's why I make fun of myself a lot. Yeah, basically all of it because it's just easier. To, you can either laugh at me or with me. It doesn't yeah. really matter. And uh, just to give the people a break. I mean, you know, I mean, think we're all on the same side of things. Really, it's like it makes it feel like we're not. But when you go to a show. I mean, the crowd is basically kind of like you. Yeah. If you know the audience is. How do you? Oh, sorry, Bryce, you go. No, you go. Well, I was just thinking, just based off what you said, like that self-deprecating humor, though. I think that's why Miles, who was talking to you in the first place, his wife loves the show, and I think it's why New Zealanders will love you so yeah. much. We love self-deprecating yeah. humor yeah, in New Zealand. Do. Like our show, this radio show, um, goes well in New Zealand. We've got some of the great listeners of New Zealand in the station. We base our show on ripping into ourselves first we're and, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. first and foremost yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. really relatable yeah. chat that you say that yeah yeah i mean it goes a long way i mean that's all that's what friends do i mean that's yeah. what you know yeah. i think it makes people feel in uh like they're a part of something and they can you know and it, it, if you make fun of yourself then they can make fun of themselves and not take themselves so seriously and uh that's just uh it's just yeah i agree it's just a positive you know, it's like there's nothing wrong with trying to make the crowd happy so and have fun, you know. Because, I mean, you've looked, you've had this, you know, amazing career now, but like as Bryce said, you work, you sold cell phones like Bryce did, and you, you pretty much, and you've said it, sort of failed at everything you've done apart from now comedy. So there must be a rich background, isn't there, to look back on, to use. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't go to college or any, like, I, I mean, that was a big part where I could start comedy. I and mean, I had nothing I couldn't go back to. Because that cell phone store will still have me today if uh, it all <laughs> yeah. falls apart. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I never had a job that was like, that was like, I couldn't go back. You know, that was like, well, I wasn't like an engineer. No. And they were like, that's oh, going to be pretty different in 20 years. My jobs, I'm watching these guys work construction outside our hotel. And I'm like, I mean, I just did that stuff. So like, yeah. I could probably go down there and work with those guys. <laughs> have you, have you gone back to that cell phone place, uh, you know, and, and said, Hey, look, I made it because I saw on the internet yesterday, uh, a Walmart in Alaska gave a shout out for Pitbull to turn up um, and Pitbull turned up and there was a photo of him with the staff at that Walmart. And, oh, had he worked there? And, and Alaska, no, no, he hadn't. Oh. But I just thought maybe you've gone and done an in-store yeah. there perhaps to, if you've dropped by there on a stop on one of your tours. Has that ever crossed your mind or have you done that? No, it was at home. Uh, I've gone back. Uh, it was at home. It's now, it was a Walmart yeah. and I was just in the middle of the Walmart. And then, uh, and then it became something else, and now it's something oh, okay. like it's, it, it's been so long now. I do go back. There's a restaurant I worked at, so I moved to Chicago first. Mm-hmm. And there's a restaurant I worked at uh, called Jake Melnick's in Chicago. And every time I go to Chicago, I go in that restaurant, and they don't know me or remember. <laughs> but I go in. I mean, like I'm going back to like a high school reunion. I mean, I'm just like you know, I used to work here, and they're like, "All right, dude, I'm third. I'm 30 years older than all of them. And they're like, they completely moved on. But I'm like, you know, I, uh, I, was, one, I was one of the first guys hired. I go, like, I, like I've had part ownership in it. Hey, um, Nate, it's Bryce here again. So we talked before, we have a few things in common. And I just wondered with the self-deprecating thing, um, uh, you talked before about, uh, well, we had part of your stand-up in the intro. 
and it was you playing golf and you take your shirt off and you're oh, mistaken yeah. for someone's wife, um, which, which is <laughs> which is great gear. I also like playing golf, could be mistaken for someone's wife if I took my shirt off. Um, what is your, I want to know, does anything spring to mind of um, of your worst memories from at school? Because there's a conversation came up only recently of when I was at school and I did swimming sports. Oh, yeah. And, um, and uh, the great day of swimming sports and I got... I was standing on the diving board about to start the race and someone pulled my pants down um, and stood in between wow. my legs, kept their foot on the togs, oh yeah, sw- trunks, yeah. pushed me into the pool and then I was just there nude in the pool and it was the one day Dad had come to watch um, like a, a school event. And like our, our listeners, they fucking love the story. <laughs> they can't get enough of the story. Like They'll listen to it any time I want to tell it. But anything I just saw, you know, with us being similar before this, mm. anything spring to mind of, of when it went wrong for you? In school uh, so, or, or in work or anything Yeah, like I think I have – it's an old joke. I uh, An old story I've told on stage, but I don't know if people saw it. Because it, it aired on Comedy Central, which uh-huh. is uh, – and it aired the same night of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Yeah. So. I mean, no one watched Sorry. it. I didn't watch yeah. it. Uh, so. <laughs> it was so that I was like, it was right on to 13 year old league baseball. And uh, I was up to bat with three balls and two strikes. Yeah. And then uh, I get yeah. walked. So I take my base. And when I got to first base, the catcher was still holding the ball and he didn't throw it back to the pitcher. So I thought he was like daring me to run. And so I ran and then he overthrew second base ball goes in the outfield. My third base coach tells me to go home. I'm about to get inside the park home run off a walk. Yeah. And I slide right. into home, and then the umpire tells us that it was only ball three. <laughs> uh, and, the count is full. And I, I had to stand up and bat again. Because uh, the bat was not over. And that was. Did you do a bat flip that was as well? <laughs> That's so brutal. Oh, God. It was. I mean, I struck out. The next pitch, I immediately struck out. I was exhausted, just over. I was over baseball at that point. That's amazing. Uh, no good. Man, at least you had your pants on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I can say. Yeah, that that went good for me. No, Bagazzi uh, is with us. Bruce Mason Centre Wednesday, August nine. So you've had a brutal, you had a brutal start to your comedy career because you didn't get a. From what I understand, no one paid you to do comedy for two years, so you were kind of doing it for free. Oh, yeah. So you must have had some terrible gigs back in those days. Did you? Is it, I mean, that was your worst start at school. Have you got a, a gig that was you remember being absolutely terrible? I love that you stuck at that too, though. I That's know. great Isn't for that anyone listening of you know, mm. like to stick with what you know that you're good at, that you have a passion for. Yeah, it's be you got to be obsessed. Yeah, with it. Uh, and it's I mean, there's so many. Ga- I mean, dude, you, you when you first start, you're performing in front of four people yeah. all the time. Yeah. If it was like six people, you were like, oh boy, this is a big show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I performed for I performed for one guy one time. He, oh wow! Like you would. I wanted him to leave. I asked him on stage. I was like, will you just leave so we don't have to do this? And he's like, no, it's fine. It's a lot of that. Did he laugh? Did he like your did stuff, Did he overcompensate? Though? Yeah. So what's funny is he, he, it is, he was a great laugher. He was a guy that came to this club a lot yeah. and would laugh, had a very great laugh. Yeah. And so we did a lot of shows where he was – Heavy, heavily relied on. Uh, 
But he was a, I don't know why he was dumb, but he, he was a good guy. I still have my whole career to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he would love the fact that you're going as well as you are now, oh, though. Yeah. He'd love it. He was a day one. Yeah, he was a guy. Yeah, he was a guy that just loved that we, people were out. Yeah. These co- young comics are out chasing their dream and, like, doing stuff, and he would just sit and enjoy it. Uh, I hope so. Or he just laughed at us. I don't know. <laughs> I like to think he was rooting for us. I can't wait to, uh, to go along to see your show, uh, on Wednesday 9th of, uh, 9th of August with mm. my wife. She'll be fizzing. Um, what is your, do you have your favorite comedians? I mean, obviously we talked about that a little bit there, but Dave Chappelle and his style. Mm. What are your comedians that maybe we can open up a world of Nate Bogatze to some listeners now, and then they can go down a rabbit hole of YouTube and, and explore page on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Uh, there's a comic, uh, named Shane Gillis. That's going uh, right now. That is, I think he's he's going to have a Netflix special coming out soon, uh, and he's he's been on Rogan and a bunch of stuff like that. So a lot of people, he's really starting to kind of pop. But he is very very funny, and uh, he's you know like ten years younger than I am, and just a great comedian. Uh, I got another buddy, Dan Soder, that's very funny. Uh, that he was on the show Billions, and then he me and him kind of started together. Uh, but yeah, I like those. And then I was a big Bill Burr fan. Like mm. Bill Burr was like right above me. Yeah. So I was a big Bill Burr fan. Uh, cause I was in New York. I kind of saw his rise. It was nice to, I was, since I was uh, younger than him, it was nice to see him kind of blow up from yeah. not selling out. And now, you know, he sells out everywhere. Uh, <laughs> so that's the fun part of the comedy. There's so mm. many great comics. I, I've directed some specials of, uh, Mike Vecchione, Greg Warren, a comic that's with me, uh, that's coming with me to the New Zealand show. Joe Zimmerman uh, is a very funny comedian too. Like there's just, if you get into the comedy world, it's, there's so many great comics and it's a world that I don't think a lot of people really mm. scratched the surface on. Yeah, You know, they just kind of know the super famous ones, but that's yeah. it. Well, everyone can come and see you and uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Bruce Mason Center, Wednesday, August 9. Mulls and his wife's boobs are going to be there. Nate Bogatze. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so got much. Roger, you've got to give that context, buddy. <laughs> yeah. um, she oh, said that she, she wanted Nate yeah. to sign yeah, She it. wants him to yeah. sign them. Yes. People, <laughs> people come in and out of interviews, Roger. You've really got to give yeah. that context. <laughs> Enjoyed the chat, Nate. Thanks so much. Thank you for your time, man. Absolutely, man. We'd love to see you all at the show. So come back and say hello.